0: For many in the Western world, the tragic events and unforgettable images of 9-11 and the brutal wars in Iraq and Afghanistan have left the impression that Islam is somehow uniquely and irreconcilably violent. But as someone who on a daily basis studies Islam and its sacred texts, as well as religion as a whole, I find that impression troubling and misguided. It is vital to understand that all religions, including Islam, rest in the minds and hands of human beings. All religions are interpreted, and there are pivotal moments in history that dramatically shape those interpretations. People read and understand sacred texts, or any text for that matter, according to their own subjective and contextual needs and interests. Today, the ancient Islamic concept of jihad, one of many products of interpretation, sits in flux. The Quran is being read by modern Muslims grappling with a very different world than the great scholars and jurists of the old empires. There is an old saying attributed to the great 7th century Muslim leader Ali ibn Abu Talib that points our discussion in the right direction. It came in response to a group of extremists known as the Karajites after they opposed arbitration to bring an end to a tense battle in 657. The Karajites argued that the Quran alone, Allah's revealed word, should decide the outcome and not a human arbitrator. But Ali astutely responded The Quran is a book covered between two flaps and it does not speak. It should therefore necessarily have an interpreter. This is the core point. No sacred text, especially a very old one, has a single reading, no matter how literal or by the book a person claims to be. When we look at how Muslim proponents of nonviolence can and have approached the sacred texts of Islam, namely the Quran and the Hadith, we are talking about interpretation The same is true when we talk about extremists such as Al-Qaeda, who carry out horrific acts of violence and invoke the very same texts. There is no absolute or real reading of a sacred text, and there will always be rival readings and evidence to support alternative readings. Thus, it's useless to think about different approaches to the Quran as being correct or incorrect. Instead, it's far more illuminating to think about different interpretations of religious ideas and texts in terms of persuasiveness and utility. Beyond Islam When it comes to nonviolence, virtually all religions face obstacles that have to be reconciled, including the religions of Martin Luther King Jr. and Mohandas K. Gandhi, arguably the two best-known modern champions of nonviolence violence is found in the sacred texts of nearly all religions it simply depends on where one looks in parts of the bible for example we find yahweh depicted as a god who encourages warfare even ordering his devotees to massacre defenseless men women and children in passages such as numbers 31. elsewhere. Yahweh kills countless children to persuade the tyrant Pharaoh to let his people go. And, after the Exodus, the Israelites slaughter the Canaanites and other inhabitants of the promised land with divine blessing. The Israelite King David, the messianic paradigm, is a great warrior who, on one occasion, killed two hundred Philistines and cut off their foreskins to present as a dowry. 1 Samuel 18.27 These instances are not limited to the Tanakh or Old Testament either. In the pages of the New Testament, Jesus of Nazareth, understood to be the incarnation of Yahweh and Son of David, Luke 18.38, Mark 10.47, is depicted in the Gospels as lashing the money changers and his disciples carry swords. As related in the book of Revelation, Jesus will descend at the end of time for a cataclysmic battle dressed in a robe covered in blood and wielding a sword to destroy the infidels.